Now, on to the Doggies vs. Cowboys, brought to you by Bloke Beer. Make sure to grab a case of a Bloke Beer. Go to our website. We've got a store locator, plus the Dad Drop. The Dad Drop is 6 p.m. Wednesday pre-sale for $120, $120. You get your choice of a Dad tea, a Cool Dad, a Grumpy Dad, or a Best Dad. Uh, You get a Bloke Cooler. Uh, You get a Stubby Cooler that says Dad on it. And you also get your choice of a six-pack of beer. That's Wednesday night. Pre-sale goes live. All will be sent out by 22nd of August, so you get them for Father's Day if you do it for Father's Day. Or if you just want to buy a dad shirt, they're going to be sold separately, $49.95. Let's get into the game. Doggies versus Cowboys. Um, I I mean, great win by the Cowboys, but I actually think the, the dogs should be stoked with this. And I think the dogs can take more out of it. I think it, it proved, I proved, well, not proved, but I think that I've been saying, and I feel like you guys have been agreeing, the dogs have been playing top eight footy for the last few weeks. And I think they proved on the weekend. They, they won the first half. You know, if they, a few things went their way, a few different, um, you know, capitalizing on good field position, I, they were really in this. Don't let the score fool you. The doggies were in this for a long, long time. They just got blown, blown away a bit at the end. Um, I'm really excited for the Bulldogs next year. And I think that it's almost getting to the point where you have to give Potter a one-year extension. Surely. Yeah, I, I think they have to seriously consider it. I thought Canterbury was was pretty good in this game. Like The Cowboys really blew them away in the last 15 minutes. Um, I actually thought the Cowboys bombed another two tries in the last 15 minutes. So the scoreboard could have got even worse, which I don't think fairly reflected Canterbury's performance. No way. In this one, so... But, I mean, at the same time, mate, like, credit to the Cowboys. Like, Josh Otto, Josh Otto Carr scored, I think it was on the second set of the game. Matty Burton scored about 15 minutes later. So the Cowboys found themselves down 10-0. They'd been punched in the face when they came out, and then they still managed to pull it back together. We spoke about Sharky sort of winning ugly, not playing their best footy. I don't feel like the Cowboys were anywhere near their best the other day and still managed to, you know, win and win well against Canterbury, who have been playing... Top eight level footy recently. Oh, mate. You, I mean, you've got to be excited as a Bulldogs fan, but you've got to be frustrated because you're like, shit, if we had have had this, you know, this style of footy from week yeah. one, we'd absolutely be fighting for the eight. I don't know if they would have made it, but I tell you what, they'd have been fighting for the eight. Timmy, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I mean, reiterate all the things you boys said about the doggies. Really impressive. Um, going to the Cowboys corner, yes, they blew them away late. Really, like, quite a strong headwind uh, in that game, yeah. which we saw by Maddie Burton nearly dropping out the entire field. He was 68 on the Crazy. fly. Yeah. Um, so that first half, of, like, scores were – it was almost level at half time. So the Cowboys playing against the wind in the first half, that breeze, mm. you know, pretty impressive to be where it was. So when it blew out late, I think that was a case of, all right, we've done the hard yards, yeah. the doggies tied again playing against the wind in the second half. So um, while, while it did blow out late, I think the Cowboys earned the right to blow the scoreline out late via that hard, the gritty work in the first half. And it was just probably a bit of a battle of the forward packs for me. The Cowboys' ascendancy through the middle, they were quite dominant. 
no doggies, Forge ran for over 100 metres. And then on the flip side, we had Ruben Cotter, who ran for 182 metres off the bench in 50, what was it, 54 minutes. So, Is this the most improvement we've ever seen from a player? Oof. Like, did you, and obviously I know you had him in the, um, the squad of Queensland. And I, I was like, I, I wasn't, I probably couldn't have squeezed him into my squad at that time when you were saying it. Yeah. And it, it was a big call. There's no denying that. And obviously you were correct. Um, but did you see this much of improvement? Like he is putting up numbers. Like sure, like I cannot believe how much this bloke's improved. I, I knew that he'd make 45, 50 tackles. Yeah. I, I knew he'd be completely fine with that. I didn't think he'd bend the line like he does. Mate, I cannot believe it. Yeah. I cannot believe it. I, I agree with you. Like, he was a bull terror. He was a guy that was going to go in and rip and tear and 40 tackles, no misses. And But he's he's almost an attacking weapon mm. now. Well, he is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, 100%. And he's almost a shoe in like a lock for the Australian squad. Like, would you put him in the Australian squad? 100%. Yeah. I just I can't remember a time where a bloke has gone from arguably fringe first grader to one of the most damaging forwards in the comp defense and attack. Like it's That's incredible. Crazy. Yeah. Incredible what he's done and what he did like your debut in origin what he did for for his game one debut in origin when he Absolutely. was preparing to play 45 50 minutes. Yeah. Just said sweet all good killed it. Yeah. Amazing Ruben Cotter. Sorry Timmy, get going. No, no, that was it mate. Is it all, all, all about Cotter? But no, just the the Cowboys pack in general. Yeah, they, um, they, they won this game through the middle middle third of the field. This is his stats: seventeen runs, one hundred eighty two meters, eighty two post contact meters. Post contact. We're talking about a guy mm. that's five ten, maybe, maybe five ten, ninety five kilos, one hundred eighty two meters, eighty two post contact, one offload, twenty four tackles, zero misses. Second game back from a hamstring injury. Quite a lengthy one as well. Fucking hell, honestly. In 53 minutes. So he had more post-contact metres than, what, the greatest post-contact metre player of all time, Tamalola. Tamalola. Well, he had the same al- amount of runs. He had almost more post-contact metres than the entire Doggies pack had running metres. Amazing. Amazing. Um, but uh, actually, we'll get to the Cowboys. How, would, would, yeah, have we done the Bulldogs or not? Oh, yeah, we'll get to the Cowboys. Stick to the dog- doggies. Um, uh, uh, Jackson Topinair, I think that's how you say it. Or Topine, apologies if I'm saying it wrong. Um, I think he might be the 13 going forward. I yeah. think I was a bit concerned about his size. I remember we spoke about it like 12 months ago. But I think he's proven on the edge there that his size is not an issue. And on top of that, Ruben Cotter, you're telling me that J- Jackson, uh, Cotter, uh, Jackson Topine and Ruben Cotter are that much different size-wise? I think he might be the perfect 13 for them going forward. And I think they'd be crazy not to start putting him in there now um, to build that combination with Kyle Flanagan. I also want to give a shout out to Kyle Flanagan. How good's he been? Mm. Seriously, like he's just been so bloody good. Um, Matty Burton, if my, at the moment, and I'd have to like sit down and think about this, but right now off the top of my head, it go, for sixes this year, it goes Cam Munster, Dylan Brown, and Matty Burton for me. I think he's been a top three six this year. Yay or nay? Yeah, I don't think it's unfair. I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, no, I think that's probably fair. Let us know in the comments section. Is Matty Burton being a top three six this year? What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, I mean, I have to list them all and get them in front of me. But, uh, yeah, he's been unreal. So, yep. why not? Because I'm trying to think, like, Whiten. I feel like Burton's probably had a better year than Whiten, although Whiten's had some really good games. I'd, I'd give it to Birdo. Yeah, I reckon Burton's yeah, been I'd top three. Yeah, i Burton over Luai this year. Yeah, I would too. I would too. Then you've got what? you got... 
Um, we've already said Storm. Go over Cody Walker. Cody's been ordinary by his standards. Well, he's, seen, he's been a bit better lately. Yeah. Um, then we've got Cowboys, which is Dearden. I would say Burton's been better than Dearden. I mean, I think the year that this guy's had has just – he is currently on massive unders, mm. massive unders, which yeah. is crazy to think. I, I think you're getting close to the ballpark of 800K a year. I really do. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a star 5'8". Like yeah. 800K a year because he's not doing this in a team that's fucking killing it. He went to the doggies and helped lift them off the bottom of the table. This kid is special, man. In all seriousness, as crazy as it'll sound, how much money does his left – boot add to his contract seriously more than my left nut <laughs> no doubt about that whatsoever but it's got to be i don't know why i said that it's got to be <laughs> like you've got to be talking at least 150k it adds i reckon honestly like we've never seen anything like it they score tries off it every single week yeah it's probably the it's the most valuable left boot in the game nearly outside of maybe all clear he's not left footed is he's right footed yeah but I, like what Burton's case, like, I, I, do you remember sitting here last year going, Nathan Cleary's bombs are just unbelievable? Yeah. I don't think I'm ever get, like, my jaw's never going to drop at a Cleary bomb again because I'm so used to what this guy does. Every bomb you're sitting there going, something's going to happen here. If just something doesn't happen, it's a miracle. Yeah. The ball's bounced dead. That's the only way that something could not happen here. Mm. Next yeah. step in his career, learn the Pat Richards kickoff. Yes. Just imagine him doing him off the tee. I would no doubt he could do it if he worked out a little bit. And then he turns everyone. Like when Pat Richards was doing those kickoffs, it was almost like a 50-50 every kickoff. Yeah. Kyle Felt does it pretty well. Like Felt a, does do yeah, it well. Yeah. Um, Matty Burton, like just the way he hits a ball and times a ball, I'd love to see him start trying to do that. Far easier said than done. Yeah, but with enough sure. work over the off-season, imagine him sending those up every time he kicks off a footy. Oh, Ooh. mate. It's, it's such a weapon. It's such a weapon. Does he, he will go on the kangaroo squad at the end of the year, won't it? It's getting very fucking crazy. You know what? It's crazy. We're going to have a 50-man squad yeah, soon. Yeah, we're getting a very um, Oh, Can play centre, can play 5A. So, yeah, Dylan Brown is a six for New Zealand. You know what? You probably do take him. You know, you probably do take him. Because I'm trying to think, like, who else, who else deserves it on form? In it for, for Australia And like what We look at the other centres You'll have Gagai Who will be there I think Holmes will be one centre And Holmes I think Latrell will be another centre It's going to be interesting To see what they do with Gagai Because his mm. form hasn't been The best at the Knights Yeah and, and you know He did have a Not the best series He was good in game three But didn't have the best series I wonder what they do with Gagai Depends if Turbo's there as well Yeah if Turbo's there It's going to be hard um, Yeah look I, I'm not sure But mate Burton is amazing He's amazing Uh Outside of that, massive shout out to Kyle Flanagan. I just think that he's just he's just kept his head down and kept working and kept working. He's a big reason why Burton has been uh, unlocked. Um, well, yeah, we, we we spoke about him the other day a few weeks ago, and I put up a, a bit of content about it, and I couldn't believe the amount of Canterbury fans that were still bagging Flanner. It's crazy. I, I couldn't. Like, are you watching these games of football? The reason, one of the reasons why Burton is playing so well, is because Flanagan releases him. Like, he releases him from all the nonsense and allows Burton to have the good ball stuff. Or just whenever he needs to get the ball, he gets it. And then outside of that, Flanagan's setting everything up. That's, it's bizarre to and me. They, yeah, like all these Canary fans keep saying, oh, anyone could do it. Okay, go get anyone. Let me know how it works <laughs> hey, out for you. You know that anyone, you tried it earlier in this year. You tried it, it a heat. disaster. Should we go through the list of guys you tried at seven before Flano? Seriously, like, it was almost like you were trying not to pick Flano. You finally get him in there. He absolutely has a combination with Burton, so... Surprising to me. Um, so, yeah, really exciting times for the Doggies. Now onto the, the Cowboys. We'll try and go through these a little bit quicker because I think we're getting up to four-hour mark. Um, drink water. First half a bit quiet. Second half, 
just turns it on. Unbelievable. Fucky silky. Probably the silkiest fullback. Seriously. He just glides across the park. Mm. Just, it's just a beautiful thing to watch. He's so impressive now. They've come out and said they're going to try to keep Hamiso and Scotty Drinkwater. Um, yeah, I, I, he was amazing. Um, you know, Townsend had some really good moments too. Uh, Cohen Hess is another guy who I think is really beginning to play some good footy for the team. Um, just some good moments. He's not like statsing it up, but he's just has some good key yeah, he moments. Yeah, some good runs. Yes, yeah, so he was solid. Yeah. Um, Nanai is a freak. Uh, Tommy Gilbert was fantastic. Um, but yeah, Ruben Cotter. But I also want to shout out Luciane Leilua. I thought this was his best game in Cowboys colours. And I thought he was really the difference that like really upped the ante for the Cowboys when they needed it. And unfortunately, the doggies couldn't go with him. Uh, well, not unfortunately for Cowboys fans. He had a try, try assist. He had 13 runs, 144 metres, 60 post contact, four tackle breaks, a line break, a line break assist, 16 tackles, only one offload. <laughs> Just a fucking mammoth performance. The longer this season goes, the more important he's going to get. He's the kind of guy you need in finals footy because you can't prepare for him for one. But also, if you're preparing for the Cowboys, you've already got to deal with Nanai. All these other boys that you focus on, Jason Tamalolo, we haven't even spoken about him yet. So, like, it's almost like he's that extra guy that fills, overflows the cup. Um, How good is it that we can talk about six forwards before Tamalolo? Yeah, amazing. Honestly amazing. Um, great win by the Cowboys. Sometimes you've got to win games that you're just not playing that well at the start, and they got the job done. Really, really exciting for the Cowboys. And I think they're a premiership threat. I think Cowboys fans get excited. I can see them lifting the trophy at the end of the year. I don't have them as favourites, but I tell you what, they're just as likely to be in the grand final as nearly any other team in that eight, in my opinion. That's how good they're going.